It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, a busy Friday. It's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, we had, uh, we've got couple of days worth of games to go through oh, yeah. we've got our top fives mm-hmm. um and uh, we're doing our first sc4 games yeah. tonight so we have we're, we're gonna be really busy and we added two games for saturday added two games we for thought saturday. we were gonna have a saturday off turns out well we have two why games. take a saturday off when you can do a couple of games right is my so thought. now on saturday we just added on 10 a.m so with your morning cup of joe you can listen to marysville versus anchor bay that game, yeah, at McMoran at 10 a.m. That's probably because the Prowlers are playing uh, tomorrow night, so they want to have time to get the ice ready and all that. And then at 3.30, an uh, impromptu scheduled game, Carlton comes to take on Crosslex. That's your, your first chance to see the Pioneers. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that one. Brady wanted to do it, and I'm like, yes, quit hogging Crosslex. Stop lying. Give Stop me a lying. chance. Stop lying. Give me an Stop. opportunity. I will read the text right to now. See I will read the this text. Team Stop. Play basketball. So if I can see if all the hype is real, I have not got to experience this because every time Crosslex has got a game, I'm Brady. I got to go see Crosslex. Are you done? Because that's because I never clip. get the good games, Stucky. I always have blowouts. Yeah, because you always take crosslex and they blow everybody out. All right. So what really happened <laughs> was before the Marysville game if last you can night. See his face right now. I sent him the screenshot <laughs> of the ta- of the tweet from Crosslex that says they're playing, and I said, "Wanna work Saturday?" Question mark. And then he goes, "Yes, I wouldn't mind doing a crosslex game." Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing a crosslex game. You crosslex quarter. I've done two. It's two more than you me. You were supposed to have the better matchup than me. No, I don't. Well, you got to see the Armada game. You were going to see against Northern. You don't know how that would have turned out. Sorry that Mother Nature just wanted to give you oh, the middle yeah, blame finger. it on Mother Nature. All right. Yeah, anyway, anyway. Say what you wanted to say because yeah. you actually had something nice to say today. Yes, and then you got me all worked up. Um, it is fitting. We're doing our first SC4 games today. Would have been Jim Weimer's 65th birthday. Um, and obviously what we do is – kind of in a large part inspired by him it's funny when we go out and we're trying to sell this and talk to people his name seems to come up all the time yeah whether it's by us and half the time it's just the people going yeah i remember back when he was at the times herald and it was rocking and rolling and so we miss jim and we miss the things that he used to do for this community yeah so on that on that note um we'll uh, we'll take a break and then we can come back afresh and bicker some more Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady on the Feisty Friday. That's what I'm going to call it. Feisty Friday. Well, I, I came out swinging today. It's going to be get feisty in the in the last segment when we do our top five. It, it might. You know what? I, I've got a feeling that in the end, we're going to probably end up with almost identical lists. I'm curious to see, but... Our reasoning might be different for why we got to where we got, but yeah. I think we're both going to get to Because we've seen more teams spot. now, and um, yeah, it's just... We'll see. I think I'd, I'm going to have a lot more trouble with, because I think there's a clear number one on both sides, although the one side's a little murkier now. Um, but it's like the two through five that's going to be tough. Okay. Um, let's start with the boys and, and start with the games uh, that uh, we saw on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, and I'm going to start with, with PH. I finally saw the PH boys play, and they have not played well this season until I saw them. 
Uh, and I thought that th- this was one of the s- scrappier performances I've seen by a team this season. Uh, center line uh, has some good players. Mm-hmm. They're very athletic. Um, saw an attempt at a tomahawk dunk in the game. Didn't work. Next time uh, he went in two-handed and, and made the dunk. But uh, PH really battled. And they were down at one point by 12, and you thought, okay, it, it's over because they just they, they can't make up those points. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, But you know how they made up the points? By locking down on D. They started playing just tenacious frantic defense and it inspired them and they got some easy points they got to the foul line uh, and made some free throws Um, Jace Mullins carried them for three quarters scored 15 points and when he ran out of gas Connor Rosenau and Nate Oriole stepped in. Oriole got I like red young, hot. I like the young kids for yeah. Port here on high. We kind of thought this was going to be an older team, but you look at it, some of their better players, Nate Oriole, Jaden Ashford, um, who else, Connor Rosenau, all three are going to be very good players. And then you look what they have. I mean, we know um, on their JV they have a few kids, that uh, one that definitely shined in football, that is going to be up there sooner rather than later. They have they have a good future at PH. Uh, I I you know I, I think so. And if 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 Coach Stewart can bottle the energy and the defense and and that work ethic, they'll be all right. Because that's a team that took Marysville down to the wire and had them up was up like I think ten at the half against the Vikings. It took Demarco Singleton scoring fifteen points in the fourth quarter for Marysville to beat them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, center line's not a slouch, uh, and they had to work to get a 51-46 overtime victory at uh, PH uh, the other night. And, again, defense was the story for PH. Uh, when they put it on lockdown, uh, it, was, it was just fun to watch them go to work kind of middle of the third quarter. Shaka Brown fouled out of that game mid-third quarter. Which one was the last time you saw that? Yeah, uh, uh, and they had uh, two other guys finish basically playing the whole fourth quarter with four fouls. Uh, and then Balon finally fouled out in the overtime. Uh, and actually, I think he fouled out before that, but I don't know. Maybe, may, maybe my book was wrong, but I, I had him for six at the end of the end of the, end of the night. Um, and I go by what they put up on the scoreboard. Right. So maybe they just one time they posted yeah. the wrong number or whatever, or changed it later. But um, good effort by by the Big Reds. Uh, and tonight, just to kind of jump ahead a little bit. They play Marine City, and to me, this is kind of a big game for both of these teams because Marine City's coming off a win. Yeah. They're they, actually, uh, you know. They've uh, won they, two in they, a row, haven't yeah, they, they? They just beat uh, Clawson. And they knocked off Sterling Heights, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and, and they beat uh, Sterling Heights. No, Sterling Heights beat them. They did? Okay, I, could, yeah. I knew they played. I, 40, 41-32 Sterling Heights gotcha. beat Marine okay. City. But Marine City got the win over Clawson. So, actually, like, if you're looking at records, you go, oh, Marine City's got the better record. Um, they'll win at PH tonight. No, not necessarily. Yeah, I actually I like PH going into this state. game. I think being at home, when was the last time these two teams played in basketball? It feels like a long time. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure if we looked it up, they've had a game in there, but it feels like a long time. Yeah, we get the, Mar- the Marine City Port here on high matchup just in the wrong sport. <laughs> Well, you got you got to take what yeah. you can take. Yeah, I will. You got to take what you can but take. But it's going to be very uh a very good game. I mean, 
just real quick since we're on it, Madison's at Marysville in the Mac Blue Gold. So that's that's going to be a tough game for the Vikings. Marine City actually has a Saturday game as well. They have to go down to Lincoln. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, uh, Lincoln put it to PH early in the uh, Lincoln's week. not a bad team. And, and that's just it, – it's such a junky place to go and, and play. It is. Like, I grew up in – the gym. Warren and in the Warren schools, and Lincoln is the Warren school that we don't talk about. <laughs> the gym's actually is, is nice now. I don't know if you've been down there since they've redone it. It's a they nice gym. They needed to redo it. It's a nice gym. But, yeah, it's hard to play there. I mean, they just beat Clintondale 62-50. to 50. Um, They're 3-0 and in league. They're, I mean, technically they're a game back because Lakeview and Marysville are undefeated, but so is Lincoln. Just just another little uh, tough team at the top of the Silver Bronze. There's some talent in the Silver Bronze this year. Do you think this uh, – because this is going to come up too when, when we discuss the, our rankings. Is, is the blue gold tougher or the silver bronze tougher this year? Who's got I mean, the better league? I think at the I – think I think the tops are very comparable. I think top uh, – I don't know. Looking at this – because, like, I don't think there's too much of a difference. Like, you look at the teams that are top of the blue gold, Northern, Lakeshore, Lance Cruz. I've seen two of those three teams play. At the top of the silver bronze, Lakeview, Marysville, Lincoln. I mean, I'd have to give the edge to the blue gold, but do you think Marysville couldn't beat any of those teams atop the blue gold? And that'll be the question, I think, coming up in our third segment. Yes. So I think we'll hold off on that one. Until then, tell us about the Northern St. Clair game. So it started off, St. Clair plays hard. I said this before, I'll say it again. Those kids, there's no lack of effort. And that's that's a good sign for Coach Bulliard is that he doesn't have to worry about his kids trying and his kids playing hard. They're not going to have a defeatist attitude. However, they don't have a lot of basketball talent. They have athletes. They don't have a lot of basketball talent. They actually led after one, 16 to 15. But after that point, it took them to, I think, five minutes left in the fourth quarter to score their next 16 points. So after leading the first quarter, they got scored 20 to five and then got held to nine points in the third. Tyler Jamison had 29. Ryan McNeil with 16. Uh, Cass Dabrowski had eight. Uh, four St. Clair. No one scored in double digits, but everyone on their roster outside of Maddox Moselle, who did play a, a lot of minutes, scored. The, the, their leading scorer was uh, Matt Buslip with eight. But, I mean, just going down the list, Carter Bouillard with six, Buslip with eight, uh, Ellis, Luke Ellis with four, Eli Lohr with three, Logan Ellis two, Ka Cameron Bleasdale four. I think he's a pretty good player, by the way. You like Bleasdale? I like Bleasdale for St. Clair. I liked Hunter Richardson when I saw them play. Yeah, he hasn't done a lot since. He's young, and I think he needs time to develop. He had five, he had three points. Uh, Kai Pennewell had two, Colin Zimmer with five, and Jared Cramp had seven. Um, so St. Clair – they need more time to figure it out. They're they're just not quite where they need to be. Northern's good. Um, and the thing I noticed about Northern, I talked to you about it, and I don't want to present this as a negative because I think it's just a different style of play, but it's hard to find the right words. I don't want to say Northern's very nonchalant, but they don't get too high or too low. They just kind of are riding it. Something good happens. It's like, all right, next time. Someone gets beat on a, on, on defensively, they just go, okay, 
We get the ball now. We'll score. There didn't seem to be a whole lot of emotion, like, either way, coming from Northern. I mean, Jameson had 23, and McNeil had 16, but it was very methodical. I guess that's the best word to I, use. I don't have a problem with that. No. And, again, again, because it's I not, they're not lazy by any like, means. It, it's, I saw Jameson on the floor multiple times. I saw McNeil going after balls. I saw Dabrowski and everyone else that played for them running around like like diving for basketball. So it's not that they, I'm not saying they don't have any effort. They do. They they get on the floor. They get dirty. But they're just very. They let the game come to them. They're not trying to push the pace. Where you look at other teams in the area, you look at Cross Lex, and you look at. Uh, Marysville, and you look at even Port here on high, they're St. Clair, they're like, go, 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 let's go, pass the ball, move, quickness. Northern's just like, we'll take our time, game's going to come to us, and it's not like they don't score. They put up 69 points. They beat St. Clair, by the way, 69-44. Um, I don't think I ever gave the score, but no. yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's fun uh, to watch teams feed off of that energy and that and as as fans, we get caught up in that kind of a thing. But I don't mind a team that you know. I, I'll even call it a little bit of swagger. They know that they're okay. They know yes. that whatever the situation is, hey, look, we're good enough that if something bad is going on, we'll correct it. We'll get it going. And we also know that just because things are going good now doesn't mean there won't be a stretch in this game where we've got to do a little gut check. Which. There's, I mean, you know, there's pro and cons to both. I'm sure when you worked for the hockey teams, you saw teams that were very emotional. When they're going, it's boom, boom, boom. They can't be stopped. But when they get in a rut, usually those emotional teams have more trouble getting out of it. So, I mean, yeah, because you, it goes both ways. When you wear your happiness and your excitement on your sleeve, but when you're down and when you're in a funk, you wear that as well. And body language uh, can go a long way in helping you and hurting you. Right. And again, for Northern, again, not too high, not too low. But when they get going, it's hard to keep the momentum going because they don't have all the emotions. I wish we could see their game against Lakeshore tonight. That's going to be a very interesting. I would love to see how they play again. No disrespect to St. Clair. Northern just has more talent. And I think anyone who watched that game would agree. Um, St. Clair played hard, and they gave Northern a, a battle for a half, basically. But, um, yeah, it's uh, – I want to see what Northern has to do when maybe they're pressured a little more, when they have guys going toe-to-toe with them, when it's a close game in the third quarter. Because the game you saw, they blew out Anchor Bay. And the game I saw, they blew out St. Clair. Like, the two teams we've seen them play combined to be 1-9. and nine. So, Northern's a very good team. Um, I think they they might make an appearance again in the rankings. But, yeah, very methodical and very, I don't know, just, yeah, methodical is the right word to use because I don't want to use anything that has a negative connotation because the way they play is not negative by any means. Okay, so the other team that we really like is Marysville, and they beat Hazel Park 53-33, 20-point win. They took care of business. But I know you talked to Coach Shunk yeah. uh, after this game. What was his take on all of this? I mean, his take was they got up on Hazel Park. They were ready to go. They got up, and then they didn't coast, but he got some other guys playing time. He kind of – because in a season like this, you have to rest your starters more. You have to pick your spots. Because, I mean, the only one person that scored in double digits was Hayden Holberg, who, again, hit two threes. Seems like he's good for two three-pointers a night. 
Um, Evan Woodard, Sam Lasher, Larry Smayfield to take. DeMarco Singleton only had six points in this game. And that's not a knock on him. That's, okay, hey, you don't have to play 25 minutes tonight. How about we bring you back? You play 18. Um, you get fresh legs. We have a bigger game against Madison. And it's, it's a tough week. It's a grind. Yeah. And that's kind of the feeling I got is he was picking his spots and – He's like, hey, we've got to win. We're beating a team we should beat by a lot. They held them to 33 points, so they played well defensively. And, yeah, that's Marysville, again, bringing in Madison. Madison is, doesn't have a great record. I mean, they're, they're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. They've been in the games that they've lost. They, uh, they beat Lamphere, but I believe they uh, barely lost to Lincoln at the buzzer last week. So that could be a, uh, a, another – Upset-oriented game, I guess, for the Vikings, although they have them at home. And like I say, teams hate to travel up 94 and play in Marysville's gym. Yeah, and, and again, yeah, like I saw this score against Hazel Park, and I'm like, okay, Marysville, this is what they're supposed to do. They could win this game by 40. Right, they could have put up um, 70 if, if they if, wanted if, to. If they turned it on, and then I saw that Singleton had six points. I didn't go, oh, he had a bad game. I went, oh, they rested him. Yeah. They rested him, and they let other guys – play because they knew they had this one taken care of right. I guess you, you don't want to say it was automatic win night but it was automatic win night yes and, it was, and they handled their business playing other guys they still win by 20 points right it was hey win this game or coach Chunk's going to explode and you're gonna have hell to pay <laughs> um like we mentioned earlier Sterling Heights beat Marine City 41 32 East Point they're figuring out in the Mac Blue Gold. I know they didn't have a great record to start, but the teams they played, there's a reason why. They beat Anchor Bay 73-31. to Anchor Bay struggling. I love Anchor Bay's girls basketball team right now, but the boys basketball team is struggling. Yeah, East Point, I think, started off 1-5, and, um, and now they're 3-5, and five, and they are putting up points. Uh, so, um, yeah, East Point just drills Anchor Bay. Croslex, yeah, they're okay. 67 to 14 over Yale. Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, defensively, they're the best team in the area. Are they the best defensive team you've ever experienced? I haven't experienced yet. Well, I mean, I'm, like, I'm looking forward right. to it tomorrow. Right, but I'm, just looking at the numbers, it's like nobody gets anything and here's against why. them. Because I remember when we went to their practice, they were running a lot. That's the reward. You see them flying around defensively. You, what you'll see is they'll when they, a team brings the ball over half court and they go to trap, the backside is rotating to take away the passes before the trap's even there. They, they communicate. Like, you know, usually when you're a really good defensive team, you hear a lot of yelling that you still do, but they know the system so well, they don't even have to talk that much. It's just instinct for them. That scheme is drilled into their mind. And offensively, I mean, they, they do enough. I mean, again, 67 points. Um, J Johnson had 18. Soper with 16. Jake Townsend had eight. If Jake Townsend doesn't hit like three threes for you in the first quarter, I'll be disappointed because he's put on a show <laughs> the two times I was there. Um, BWAC also starting to take shape. I told you Armada was good. They just got stifled by Cross-Lex. 65-52, they beat undefeated Almont. For our mater, Connor McKenzie with 14, Andrew Sneezak 13, Eric Ketting 11, and Caleb Sutton 10. So 
four players in the double digits, that's a recipe for success. Yeah, and, and talking uh, with my buddy in Almont, and by the way, his son, Charlie uh, Koenig, scored 15 to lead Almont that night. Joey Slavin at 12, and Logan Walton at 8. He just uh, – Almont – doesn't have anybody who can play in the post with Armada. Armada I mean, McKenzie's six seven. Yeah, I think they I just don't have anybody that kid. can. He's like six five. Yeah, they they just don't have anybody that can match up against that. And when Armada went into the post, Armada got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And here was the most surprising score of Wednesday night. Oh, this was this one shocked me. If you would have told me Richmond beat Emily City, I would have been surprised. If you would have told me they beat them by twenty seven. I wouldn't have believed you. I'd have had you go get drug tested. <laughs> that's, that's not a typo. 71-44, the Blue Devils beat Emily City. Yeah. They are um, – that was a much-needed win for a young Richmond team. Emily City, I don't know if everyone was off, but wow. Yeah. Not what uh, – I mean, their leading scorers were the guys – I mean, yeah, Parker Lewis. Yeah, but their leading score had eight points. Yeah. Surzik had seven. Tolly had seven. We've said their names before. Um, the names we haven't said before are, are anybody from Richmond. But uh, Carl Stevens scored 13. Daquan Haskins, 10 points. And uh, Austin Wern had uh, nine. And then they had guys with eight, seven, six. Like, it was very balanced. Mm-hmm. They had a real good effort and got uh, production from everybody in the lineup. North Branch beat Algonac 54-19. And Just happy that Algonac's playing basketball now. Right. And uh, Cardinal Mooney lost to Cranbrook 56-44. Trent Rice had 14. Larry Dallas almost a double-double, 10 points, 9 boards for the Cardinals. Um, and, and that loss stops Mooney's um, momentum there. A little bit, yeah. And that may play into this week's uh, rankings. Oh, you're thinking about putting the Cardinals in your I, top? Th- they were on my radar, and then Cranbrook happened. Yeah, that's a tough so tough loss. We'll, so. we'll, we'll see uh, how I look at that. Uh, as far as the boys were concerned uh, last night, just a couple of games up in the thumb were reported to us. Uh, uh, Gaden uh, Muxlow with 22. Curtis Stanley, I know you like him, 12 points. Brown City really took it to Sandusky. 55-27. Sandusky's been playing nothing but tight basketball games, and all of a sudden, boom, Brown City drops that on them. Uh, Jackson Cartanis, seven points for Sandusky. Uh, and Ubley all over Marlette, 74-48. Some football names. Uh, Gabe Sweeney with 17. Kyle Sweeney with 16. And Cole Hagan with 15. I think that's the linebacking core, <laughs> and that's normally like the tackles they get in the first half of a game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Colin Miller, a nice performance for Marlette with 19 uh, points. Uh, and we'll get into the uh, the ladies next, um, but I'll just tease it a little bit. Last night at Northern, I saw something that I've never seen before in, in, a, in a high school basketball game, boys or girls. Really, any basketball game. I mean, it was, it, it was different. <laughs> it was different, and it was fun. Um, so uh, we'll talk about that uh, when we uh, hit the uh, ladies' scores next here on uh, GetStuckOnSports.com's podcast brought to you by Tri- uh, Tri-County Equipment. Yeah. There you go. I got like seven things on my mind right now, and, yeah, I'm just going to hit this button and we'll regroup. 
Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 if you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and Brady. Let's talk about the uh, ladies uh, last night. Uh, we'll start with PH. This wasn't a game that we saw, but what a week for the Lady Big Reds. Oh, yeah. I think they reestablished themselves. Uh, with still without a, Emma Trombley. Still without Emma Trombley. They won at Renaissance. 
beat Dakota at home, and then went to Ike and and shellacked them. Shellacked them. 46-24, so great defense. They had great defense in the Dakota game. They struggled to score against Dakota, but they didn't struggle to score against Renaissance, and they put 46 up. Madison Landshut, 23 points last night for them. Seven of um, seven shooting. Yes, seven of seven, I think, from three-point range. Yeah, we had a lot of seven of sevens yes. from three-point range. We'll, we'll get so, to that yeah, uh, in just a minute. But. I, um, Becky Gilbert was really excited about her team's week. And honestly, I asked her, I go, when was the last time this program had a week like this? Because, like, there's nothing wrong with having a big week, maybe beating, like, Marysville and Northern in a league game, but Renaissance is a top-tier program. Dakota, I know they're down, still a big-time program. Ike's a really good team. They beat Northern at home. Um, so for Port Huron to come in and just dominate them, the Big Reds are looking real good, and they're going to get one of their best players back here soon. Uh, from what I hear, it's they'll find out more uh, at the start of next week. Yeah. And right now, the way they're rolling, that helps too. You don't have to rush. You don't have to say, oh, we, we've got to put her in maybe before – well, at 95%, you, right. you can say, hey, things are going. We can wait. Get 100%. The games that count are coming later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, I had the Northern game last night against Gross Point South. Um, and, and Brady, I've just never seen this before. South came out and hit their first seven threes. Okay. And it wasn't just one one person and it wasn't like oh they hit seven threes by the third quarter it was they came out and in the first three minutes and 56 seconds of the basketball game they were seven of seven from three-point land (laughs) and had scored 25 points yeah that's I mean how do you defend that and Northern was getting what they wanted on their off. They were going inside to Jersey McGregor three straight times, six points. But every time down the floor, Gross Point South would pull up jack of three, no matter who shot it. They weren't even touching the rim. They were, just everything was right down the middle. Right, I, I, Listen back. Go to the archive and listen back to how many times in the first four minutes I say right down the middle, right down. It's seven times, people. You can count it on two hands. Uh, it's, it was it was amazing. Uh, they scored twenty nine points in the first quarter. I'm not going to say a team's like a game's dead after the first five minutes, but if the other team goes seven of seven from three and has twenty five is on pace for two hundred points, yeah, you, you you call you call timeout with four minutes to go in the first quarter, and you're down twenty five to six. What are you telling your kids? Um, Start praying, they start missing. <laughs> and then I think the best stat was they started 7 of 7. And then what would you say, they went like 4 of 24? They, no, they, were, they, they, they finished 4 of uh, 32 because they were 11 for 39 last night. <laughs> that was the other point. Who makes 11 threes, boys yeah. or girls? And the other one was who puts in a girls' basketball game, who puts up 39 three-pointers? And they shoot them confidently. They shoot yeah. them like they think they're going to make them. Yeah, but how do you start seven of seven and then hit four out of your next thirty-two? Because you just you can't keep that that pace right, that, but I mean, that they even, were at. And the other thing that it that it did was now you're you're like we got to get up and we got to guard to mm-hmm. three and and 
you've got skilled players, uh, th- and they've got a couple. Sarah Rogers is a really good basketball player, uh, and Alexa Downey can score. And now they're okay. They're out. You're going to pump fake, and then they're going to blow past their defender and get layups. And that's what started happening. Uh, Downey finished with 27 points, made five threes, um, uh, three in the first quarter. Um, Rodgers finished with 19 points, made four threes, three in the first quarter, three in the first four minutes of the game. The, the, they both had three threes in the first four minutes of the game. How, how do you defend that? How do you stop that? Um, Coach Hendershot came up after the, the game uh, while I was doing the post game, and he's just like, they could have beat anybody tonight. And I said, right. you're right. They, they, they came out. They beat anybody. They beat anybody with the way they played in that right. first quarter. You know what, like when you're in districts and you're playing like a really good team and you're like, ah, crap, we need to have the game of our lives, that's what they're talking about. And here's the other thing. They were missing a couple of kids last night. Starters. They had JV kids up filling in the holes. Yeah. The Gross Point schools, they have a couple good girls basketball teams. Um, Zoe Klink had 10. Ali Shagney had uh, 10. Jersey McGregor had eight points. Um, Abby Lanshute scored seven. Like, pretty much everybody that played for Northern made a, a contribution. It was just too little too late. Like, they had a, a better second half than they did in the first half, but the first half was just total annihilation because South couldn't miss. Um, they couldn't be bothered. Uh, and when they, when they pressed and w- when they put pressure on, they're, they're fast but under control. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that what I saw in the first half from them, that's the female version of what I'll see from Crosslex boys. I would have, and the way you described it, yeah, you're going to see a lot of pressure. So, yeah, Northern, that's, I mean, yeah, that's a tough one. You kind of just go, it, w- it was their night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I mean, you just you. Sometimes you you lose a game and you go, I could have done this or I could have done that. And sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the opponent because right. you go to the locker room and you go, How the hell did they just make yep. seven threes in a row to start the game? It, it, it was uh, for them for South. It was a perfect storm. The first four minutes of the game, you couldn't play any better. Yeah. Then you, I mean, you get out to a nineteen point lead in four minutes. You just kind of have to coast from there. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, go shot for shot with them. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Was quite a d- display. Well, and I was at Marysville to see Fitzgerald actually for the second time. Uh, Marysville knocked off Warren Fitz, forty-eight thirty-two. Marysville was just the better team. Fitz is not a great basketball team. Um, Caitlin Kane had twenty-three. She kind of turned it on in the second half, including four three-pointers. Uh, Anna Olds had six. She was the next highest high scorer. Marysville played an okay game. Um, they just kind of took advantage of Fitzgerald's mistakes, uh, made the shots they needed to. It was actually 10-9 to nine after one because Tanaza Coleman uh, hit a th- banked in a three right before the buzzer to make it 10-9. to nine. But after that, Fitz scored two points in the second quarter. They went into halftime. Uh, Marysville went in up 18-11. to 11, And then put up 17 in the third and yeah just coasted to a 48 32 marysville uh, the girls have had a lot of big second halves this year yeah that's that's, that's even what i pattern. said yeah i've even said well they're only up one but from what dennis tells me they'll have an explosion in the second half and then 17 points uh 30 points second half that that'll do it all right uh, a couple of people that i like 
Um, obviously, Kane gets the headlines. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Natalie Husson. Uh, I like Avery Walters. Mm-hmm. Um, She's just I, a freshman. Yeah, and she does some nice things already. Um, and you can tell that that she's going to be the future scorer for this team, right? I, I think. Um, and and I know she doesn't get points. She doesn't score baskets. She doesn't take a lot of shots. I like Madeline Smith. Um, like it, it, and it and it's a a quiet game that she plays, but like quick hands. Like she mm-hmm. knocks a lot of balls away. Kids will be dribbling and they're not paying attention, and boom, she'll stick they, a hand they, in and knock the ball away. Marysville is a high motor team. They play, they fly around. Someone who was on the floor a lot last night uh, playing well, I thought was Megan Winston. Yeah. She just gritty defensively, gets on the floor for balls. She's just a pest when, uh, when she's guarding someone. So they have a lot of really nice young peop- uh, players. And I didn't realize they have one senior on their team. One. Yeah. And that's Natalie Husson. So, I mean, again – you can call it a building year, but already with the success they're having, they're four, a little bit ahead of schedule probably. They're 4-1. and one. Yeah. After, I mean, they got beat up by PH. That was also their first game of the year. Yeah. They, Marysville's got it figured out. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see them match up with Northern. I'd like to see how they play them because I know some of the Matt Gold isn't great. Like Fitzgerald is not a good team. Sterling Heights is not a good basketball team. Um, I'd like to see them match up with like a Northern or, I mean, put, when they have to go down and play St. Clair at their place. I know we're doing that game. They have to go to play Marine City at their place. So, Marine City um, have, have got their swagger back a little bit th- this week. This is an important uh, week for them because they had a week from hell there where they couldn't make a shot to save the world. Yeah, they um, had and, some evil voodoo juju. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're starting to score again. 64 on Sterling Heights, 64-21. Layla Comet, 24 points. Um, that's just got to be a huge relief. I know uh, Chloe Austin had a, a good game earlier in the week, um, mm-hmm. and they're starting to win some uh, basketball games. You look at the gold. Marysville is in first, St. Clair is in second, and Marine City's in third. Mm-hmm. One, well, one, two, St. Clair, a big win against Huge Roseville. Win. People, I mean, Roseville looked like they were going to be one of the teams to beat, and they've lost two straight to the East China schools. I'm very excited to see the matchup between Marysville down at Marine City and St. Clair. Those are going to be two very telling games. It's just, I mean, yeah. It's just a shame Marysville has to be in a district with Dakota and PH and Anchor Bay. <laughs> well, that might be fun, too. <laughs> yeah, but Marysville, I think, would be a favorite if they were in their normal district. Uh, 33-27, too, and the Saints have shown us that they can play low-scoring, grinded-out basketball, or they can open it up because uh, earlier in the uh, week, Bohm had 27, mm-hmm. and, and they scored over 60. Uh, again, I know it's Sterling Heights, but uh, that's a good performance uh, and then you have a lockdown game uh, against uh, Roseville and get a huge win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big win in the gold. Anchor Bay girls keep rolling. Uh, 43-39 over Romeo. New Haven girls a 52-8 to win over Clintondale. And North Huron knocked off uh, CPS a 49-31. That was all the action last night. And then we had a – did we have any? There were a bunch on, of games on, on, uh, on uh, Wednesday. On Yeah, on Wednesday. A lot of B-waction. Yep. 
Uh, Armada beat uh, Elmont 37-35. That was actually probably the best game of the night, uh, girls-wise, uh, the other night. Yale over Crosslex 42-29. Uh, North Branch beat uh, Algonac 38-30. Cranbrook over Cardinal Mooney 47-23. The Mooney girls have struggled this year. Sandusky uh, got another win. They beat Brown City 35-26. Um, but uh, Sandusky also took a big loss this week too in girls basketball yeah uh and ugly beat uh, marlette 42 to 21 doubling um, them up um and and while we're at it we had a hockey score the other night romeo over anchor bay two to nothing and uh, anchor bay we'll see tomorrow yes yes we will so all right i think that's it for the scores now let's get into the um part of the show where people are going to get mad at us well we'll do that after we take a break and we'll let uh, people debate our uh, knowledge or our stupidity depending on, uh, on who we upset and who we make happy uh, when we give our top I do fives know, i do know something i said last week made its way into one of the locker rooms so really people are listening yeah you do that you have that way apparently <laughs> we'll be back Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, it is uh, time now to uh, get into the uh, segment of the uh, week that Brady loves and that I kind of like, but we do it because it's fun. Yes, we do. And we have to have fun on this show because it's high school sports and I refuse to let it get too serious. Yes, so on that note, a segment that will piss everyone off, our top five. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Not everyone. Cause no. There's gonna... five teams on the list that yes. are like, yeah, they think we're good. All right. Let's start with the girls. Dennis, you go first. I will say my number one team I think we were both agree on, but I thought two through five was pretty tough, and I had to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Well, you, you, we, wanna, we start at five, right? Yeah, start at okay. number five. So I'm, I'm going to uh, give the BWAC leaders from Emily City the number five spot uh, this week, 4-0 and in league, 5-1 and overall. But I'm also, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I got about five honorable mentions here. Really? Because <laughs> also in the BWAC, North Branch and Yale, North Branch is 4-1 and and 5-1. and Yale is four and one and four and one. Uh, you've got Sandusky, who who suffered a league loss this week, and that actually knocked them for me for at least for a week. They're they're out of my poll, but uh, they're four and one and six and two overall. They're second in the GTC East. Harbor Beach is unbeaten in in the GTC East. They're four and zero and four and one. And I wanted to mention Marine City too because they're not going to get my top five, but a huge bounce back week for the Lady Mariners. Puts them back on my radar. But Imlay City gets my five spot. My number five spot, I believe, is the same spot they were last week. St. Clair. They're five and two. I know they lost to Marysville. They're sitting at five and two. They're a good team. And I didn't know who I was like, okay, I like I felt like they should have dropped, but they still won a pair of games this week. And I don't know who I put above them. Port here on Northern has struggled. Um, I had to drop them out. I know they're playing much, they're playing really good competition. Um, I just couldn't put them in the top five. So I think they would be probably number six or seven, just because I know they have talent. They've just been struggling to put it together. So at number five, I have St. Clair. Uh, I've got the Saints at number four, um, and the win over Roseville last night is what catapults them to that spot for me because actually I didn't have the Saints in my top five. They were my right. honorable mention uh, last week when we did the poll. But um, uh, Bohm is terrific, so they have one of the best players in the area. But also, uh, as we've talked about before, uh, they've got other players that do nice things for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got uh, a blowout win over Sterling Heights, so that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. Uh, and then a big win over Roseville last night. So at 4-1 and one in the league and 5-2, and two, second place in the gold, I've got St. Clair at number four. Well, after a very dominating week, the Marysville Vikings go in to number four for me. Um, I had to put them above St. Clair. They beat the Saints. And after 
taking a game to kind of get the motor running, they've just been dominating opponents. Hasn't even really been close. They haven't had a close game. Um, two great second halves against Marine City and St. Clair. They look like they're one of the uh, the better teams in the area. And yeah, they make their they make my their debut in my top five at number four. Marysville sitting at four and one. And I've got Marysville at number three. Um, they are in first place in the gold at 4-0, 4-1 overall. Their only loss was to PH. They, they clearly were outmatched in that one. But since then, the, the, the Vikings as a team, they're playing great defense. Caitlin Kane is emerging as a star. Yes. Um, and, uh, again, they do all the little things. And, and you mentioned it. This is a young team that's come together very quickly after, like, uh, I mean, they were handled in that first game. That can affect you. Yes. But they just went, okay, yeah, that, that was PH, and those yeah. girls are good. Shake it off. Let, let's take care of our business. They we're better get, than this. They wouldn't get beat like that if they played them now. Yeah, Although no, PH is rolling right now. Yeah. But I, I've got Marysville at number three. I think they're playing good basketball. At number three, I have the Anchor Bay Tars. They're 6-1. and one. Um, Number two and number three were very tough for me. I kind of flipped a coin. Well, I'll tell you why I picked uh, Emily City at uh, number two, spoiler alert. But Anchor Bay at three, um, they, they're very good. They dominated Northern. Their only loss is to a good Lons Cruz North team. But I think the difference between number two and number three is razor thin. So Anchor Bay slots in at number three. I assume they're your number two team. They are my number two team. I, see, I've seen them play, and I haven't seen any of the BWAC girl teams play. I know that the top of the BWAC, those top three teams are good. I don't know what the rest of the league is like. So, yeah, MLA City is winning basketball games, but are they, you know, are they beating good teams or are they just handling teams that they're supposed to handle? Uh, I, I know in the white, Anchor Bay is playing some tough basketball games. They're four and one. They're six and one. Uh, I like that team. Genevieve Decker is a terrific player. Uh, Wolf is a terrific player for them. Anchor Bay is my number two team right now. Emily City number two for me, and here's the reason why. Their lone loss was to Bay City John Glenn. Bay City John Glenn is a top five team in the state. They have one loss. That's John Glenn, and that was in I think double overtime to. Also a top five team in Frankenmuth. I'm not going to punish Emily City for playing an elite team and, and falling up short in their first game. Since their loss, their five wins, 66-39 over Algonac, 54-33 over North Branch, 52-30 over Almont, 44-19 over Armada, 64-34 over Holly. They have been doing what they're supposed to, and they've been doing it in dominant fashion again emily city and anchor bay were basically a coin flip for me and i think i did flip them from last week so emily city at number two is any surprise yeah. at number one and again i i saw emily city last year before the mm. covid stoppage that was a while ago for me and it, and it's not a hundred percent the same team i just saw anchor bay earlier this year and i go Okay, if Anchor Bay and Imlay City were on the schedule and they played each other, who would win? Well, if it, if it's at Anchor Bay, I think Anchor Bay wins. If it's at Imlay City, maybe Imlay City wins. But right now, I go with what my eyes saw, and my eyes really liked Anchor Bay when I saw them. All right, number one, 
I'm assuming it's the team that just knocked off, uh, had the best week in program history. Oh, you, you go at Renaissance and win, then you beat Dakota in, in, a, in a bloodbath game, uh, and then you go to Ike and, and win. What a great week for, for Portier and High. You're playing without uh, your, best your, your, player, your, your best player, and, and you've got a lot of best players. Yes. Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's be honest about that too. They've they've probably got at least three kids that are the number one option for everybody else, um, and and they just they they do it as a team. Everybody knows their role, and the Big Reds are back on a roll. And you know, we've we've thought that they they're the best girls team in the area all along, but. You know, the, they had kind of a wobbly you saw start. One of the, you saw the gross point, one of the gross point teams. Yeah. They're legit. They had That was the one they were figuring out without Emma Trombley. Their opening loss to Lance Cruz North. You know how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care that they're 5-3. and three. They're my number one team as well. Um, they beat any other team on this list. I think so, too. All right. Let's go to the boys. Now, I know you said you struggled with the boys last week. Um, I actually had kind of an easy time of it this week. All right. Start with number five. Um, at, at number five, I'm going with Elmont. I know that they, they lost to Armada this week, and they have a, they have a huge game tonight with Croslex, um, and that will tell us everything that we need to know about Elmont. Um, even if they don't win this game, how do you lose this game mm-hmm. uh, will tell us a lot about them. And obviously, if they win the game, well then, yeah. Then then they shock the world, but they're still five and one uh, overall, and five and one in the 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 BWAC, and really the only other team. See, with me, it just seems so cut and dry with the boys because the only other team that I could put here in this position is if I give Harbor Beach some love. They're first in the GTC East. They haven't lost. They're six and zero this year, four and zero in in league play. You know, I I had a little. Love going for Mooney, and then the Cranbrook thing right. happened this week. To like, I can't put Mooney there when I've got an undefeated team and I've got an Elmont team that's only lost to Armada. Yeah, I mean, you basically said it. We agree at number five, and I think we might go uh, tit for tat again on the um, top five. Elmont, they're uh, they're five and one. Yes, they lost to um, Armada, but who else? You're right. Who else do you put there? Emily City was a good team. They've lost three of four. Yeah, and the loss to Richmond, it's like I, I can't put the Spartans there after a 27-point loss to a Richmond team that hadn't done anything. Right. They lost to Almont, so there's a tiebreaker. They got shellacked by Armada. Their one win in their last four games against an Algonac team that probably hadn't played a basketball game in a year. So I can't put them there. You're right. Cardinal Mooney was starting to turn it on, but they slipped up. And, again, yeah, they did lose their first four games. I know it was against tough opponents, but at some point, I don't care who you're playing. you got to win a game if you want to be put in a top five like this. Um, I don't know enough about Harbor Beach to put them in there. And, I mean, yeah, who, who else do you put in there? I don't know if there's anyone else. So, Almont, a good team, slots in at number five. Well, the, the, the other teams that don't make the list just aren't, they haven't played well enough no. right now. You know, no offense, St. Clair, Marine City, PH. You got to play better. Yeah, win some games. Win some big games. All right, number four. Number four, I've got Armada there. Um, I know technically they're third in the BWAC, but uh, they beat Almont. 
Um, they're four and one. Their only loss is Croslex. Not going to punish them for that. Our mate is a solid basketball team. And f- other than Croslex, who else can match up with their size? Well, yeah. All right. So they lost to Croslex 55 33. Here are their four other scores, all in league play. Beat Richmond 64-41. Beat Yale 56-29. Beat Emily City 69-41. And then beat Almont 65-52. Haven't had a game with closer than 13 points in all their other games. And in fact, the Almont game was the only one within 20. So, yeah. And that's because Almont can shoot. Almont can shoot the three, and that equalizes a little bit. But again, the word I got there was that, again, when Armada went into the post – Almont didn't have anything that could match up to McKenzie and their other bigs. Yeah, so Armada, um, yeah, Armada at number four for me as well. Um, I, I'm assuming we're just going to go uh, the same the whole way here because the, the bottom two were the ones I was concerned about. Maybe we'll, well flip two and three. Here, here's, here's the debate because let's do uh, three and two together here. Yes. I've got Northern at three. Marysville at two. They're both five and zero oh and six and zero. Oh. Uh, Northern's first in the blue gold. Marysville's tied for first in the silver bronze. And it comes to the question that I had earlier in the show: Who's had the the tougher games, Marysville in the silver bronze or Northern in the blue gold? Because that would be the argument if you wanted to flip these teams. But we've been kind of talking Marysville from the beginning. And Northern has just kind of, like, we knew Jamison was good, but we didn't know much else about Northern. Now we're finding out that, that Northern's got s- some depth, um, and, and, and they get, uh, you know, McNeil has played uh, really in the first six games. He's been terrific. Uh, yeah. Dabrowski uh, is coming on and, and doing some really good things. I mean, Northern is more than just Jamison. I mean, they're a lot, Jamison, but they're more than just Jamison. Right. This is a good basketball team. So this is where you could go either way with me. If you wanted to say Northern's two, Marysville's three, fine. I'm not going to argue with you, but I've had Marysville at two, and they haven't lost, so I'm going to keep them at two and put Northern at three. But these two teams this is flip tough. a coin for me. This is tough. Um, I really hope they end up playing um, – at the end of the year. Marysville, again, I have them at two and Northern at three. Northern, Jamison is that good. He's methodical. Now, the question I have still from watching him play, and not a knock because he, does, he hasn't had to do it. Ryan McNeil scored 16 points against uh, St. Clair when I saw him. I would say about 10 to 12 were just dump-offs from Jamison. Because when he drives the paint, three guys collapsed on him, and he just throws a no-look behind-the-head pass, and McNeil has an easy layup. Yeah, but not – and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say this. Not everybody finishes those. Not everybody right. catches those passes. Not everybody right. goes to the basket. and Not so, everybody gets in the right spot and is ready so for it. When I say this, I don't I want this to be misconstrued saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying in the one game I saw, I didn't see a whole lot of – back to the basket, a lot of getting, creating his own shot. It was a dump off. And again, you're right. Not everyone can do that. He's the beneficiary because he can get in the right spot. He knows. He has the chemistry with Jamison. And he's um, getting his own rebounds, and he's yes. double digits rebounds every night, yes. and he's defending well right now. Yes. He's blocking yes, he shots. Is. He's a very good player. Marysville, I mean, okay, DeMarco Singleton's their number one guy. 
Um, I would give Jamison a slight edge, head up with them. But the other guys, Evan Woodard is a second ball handling option. I don't know who Northern's second ball handling option is. Um, the counter to that would be, while McNeil and Dabrowski are the big guys that Marysville can't match up with. Yeah, I think uh, McNeil has about four inches on Sam Lasher. I think Dabrowski has about three, four inches on whoever you put on him. Um, but Larry Smayfield, he, I've seen him create shots. I've seen him do it. And again, I know I said it last week. I'll say it again. For Marysville, they're just cross-lex light because the way they play, the way they do things is very similar. But on the one hand, cross-lex beats a team by 50. Marysville does what they need to do. They dominate a team. They don't beat them by – they don't hold a team to 14 points. That's the clear difference between those two teams. Um, but between Northern and Marysville, I mean, I think we could argue – you could – if you said, okay, Dennis, you argue in favor of Northern, Brady, you argue in, Marysville, in favor of Marysville, or if we flipped it, I think we could both make arguments yeah. for both sides. And I'm just going to give a shout-out to Gavin Schwenter. Yeah. Because we're com- you have to compare him against his teammate, Jameson, and that's not fair. Gavin Schwenter is probably a better basketball player than anybody will ever give him credit for, but you just can't compare to the other guy on your team. Yeah, I mean, Schwenter in my game, he I think he – hold on, that's the wrong thing. He, he didn't score against St. Clair. Um, so, yeah, he has to default a lot to uh, Jameson. But, I mean, he's competent. Yes. Is he going to pour in 20 for you? Of course not. Is he Jameson's ha- a special player. Is he going to handle? But, but the is ball he going to handle the ball and not turn it over? And when Jameson and run your, needs a break and yeah. run your plays uh, and get the ball to McNeil and, and Dabrowski? Sure. Quick side note: If I was game planning before we just talked about how great Croslex is at number one, um, <laughs> if I was game planning for Northern, the way I'd go about it, I'd let Jameson score his thirty thirty five and try to shut down everyone else. My plan would be: Okay, Jameson's going to score thirty. I'm not letting you get to 50 as a team. He's going to have well, to beat me. Which is interesting because if you just let's just let's let's imagine just for a minute because this is fun. Uh, so you let him like do his like I play man you up let on him, him do his thing. Here's the thing: he could score 50. He that, could score 50 and beat you by himself. That's the the, the risk I take. Is hey. Um, Put my best defender on him. Maybe one help side, but St. Clair was triple teaming when he drive. I'm not going to do that if I was getting ready for him. I would maybe have the, the help side guy come in, but I'm not having whoever's on McNeil coming over to help. I'm getting ready to box him out because I'm going to, um, if I'm a good team, I'm going to assume my best defender can at least keep him in front of him some of the time. Again, he scores 30. That's fine. My goal would be to hold McNeil and Dabrowski and, all the, and, and DeLong to two to four points each and think, okay, if I can get to 55, I'll let Jameson score 30. I'm not letting any, everyone else beat me because you're not stopping Tyler James. You're not holding him under 15 points. And when he does, it's usually because someone else has 20 because they keep triple teaming and he just dumps it off. Yeah, because he's, he's got uh... – 10 or 12 assists right. that night. I'm not going to – hey, if someone gets by him, don't follow him because that's what he, – he draws fouls, he goes to the free throw line, and he's money from the charity stripe. Um, 
So that that just a quick side note. If I was playing Northern, that would be how I would go about trying to beat them. I have I have noticed, and this is a general thing, nothing to do with the top five. Uh, free throw shooting, uh, boys and girls basketball this year, has it, it's off. I was Te- going to say the opposite. Uh, I've the, seen the, teams. The games that I've been at, nobody can make a free throw. I've seen teams hitting a lot of free throws. I think I've had two nine of ten performances from players. and I haven't seen that yet. Like even last night uh, at the uh, Gross Point South, hit seven threes. They were one out of six at the free throw line. To, in a quarter where they knocked down seven threes. All right, anyway, by anyway, the way. Yeah, Crosslex no, 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 is number no, no, one, one, and there's uh, – what else can we say about – they're the best team in the area, and we got nothing to say about them anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you'll get to see them in person for the first time. Uh, right now, I think they would be maybe a double-digit favorite over any other team just because they have so much – so many scoring options, and – Unlike, I think, Northern and to an extent Marysville, uh, they have – you can't just go, okay, we're locking him down and him down. Or, like, you can't devise – like, when you have a team with one really good player, you can devise, like, a, maybe a, a, a box in one, a triangle in two, and just stick like to someone. You can't do that with Croslex. And, uh, they, and they're fine. Sober goes, I don't care if I score two points. Johnson will score 15. Townsend will score a bunch. Noel, Solanic. I mean, you just go through the list. Kolakovic. I'm, I'm really disappointed that uh, the, the Croslex Northern game got uh, got bumped because of the snow out. Yeah. Um, not, not that I didn't enjoy Northern dunking over Anchor Bay all Saturday afternoon uh, in the makeup game, but – I would have liked to have seen that Northern Croslex matchup because wouldn't that have given us a little more context? A, a lot, yeah, a lot more information. So real quick, just to recap, for the boys, we matched up again. Croslex at one, Marysville two, Northern at three, uh, basically tied for second. Um, Armada four, Elmont five. My girls were Port Huron one, Emily City two, Anchor Bay three, Marysville four, St. Clair five. And I had uh, the girls PH at one, Anchor Bay at two, Marysville at three, St. Clair at four, and Emily City at five. All right. So do you have anything else? Have a great weekend. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm mad at you for keeping the blowout curse on me. Because it's not I, my fault. It is. It's you. I think I must have You're sold my soul one. to the devil to get an amazing Marysville Marine City football game. I sold my soul for it, apparently. Do you know? So we've done what? We're in like the 50s for games we've done yep. throughout the year. So let's just say I've done 28 games. Just throw a number out there. Do you know how many games, both basketball and football, I've done that have ended with a single-digit win. One. Two. Two. Marine City two Marysville now? and Cardinal Mooney Lons Cruz North. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. I have not had a single-digit basketball game since February 8th, and I've had some good matchups. So SC4, don't screw me. Oh, you're I'll good. be there tonight. You, you, they're playing Alpina, who are probably the team that struggled the most. Yeah, probably. So I wouldn't look for close games tonight, but 
As long as the home team wins, right? Yes. Watch. Somehow if – oh, by the way, our schedule for the rest of the week, uh, three and five today. I'll be at SC4, uh, women at three, men at five. At seven, you'll be at PH for Marine City versus Port here on high. Um, Saturday, 10 a.m., Anchor Bay uh, at Marysville Hockey. 3.30, Cross Lex ho- uh, host Carlton in a, a, kind of an impromptu game. And, by the way, Prowlers play two games this weekend. All right. And uh, like I said, have a good weekend. And uh, for your sports fix, keep coming to GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.